Welcome to the Always Better Than Yesterday podcast. I am your host, Ryan Hartley. This podcast is for heart-centered leaders just like you. I hope our time spent together helps you leave a heart print where those around you are left better than yesterday. These interview sessions are sponsored by our great friends at Elevate Online Marketing. On episode 167, I am joined by Heather Parody. Heather is a great friend of the Always Better Than Yesterday community and rather than reading from any notes, I'm going to speak from the heart. Heather has created one of my favorite spaces on the internet. She is an incredible community builder and I and and many of our listeners, probably you included, have enjoyed being part of Heather's unconventional leader community. She is the epitome of, of what it means to be an unconventional leader and she has inspired and empowered so many great creative people to step into their calling and use their gifts to serve others. It was an honor and privilege to have this conversation with with Heather in what is a poignant moment in, in her career, taking the time to close a chapter, to close down the unconventional leaders community and to take another step into her calling with her latest venture, NFTs for newbies, which she's co-hosting with a fellow entrepreneur, Rich Cardona. We absolutely love Heather Parody. We love all that she represents in the world. Uh, she was a mental health therapist turn, uh, turned online coach, community builder. She has been featured in places such as Forbes, Pop Sugar. Her social media content is incredibly engaging, it's humorous, it's funny, and it's inspiring, and it leaves people better. This, my friends, for the second time on this podcast, is Heather Parody, episode 167. Heather Parody, welcome back to the Always Better Yesterday podcast. How are you? So good. Good to see your face. Thanks for inviting me. Oh, episode 47, June 2019. So much has gone on since then. Wow. Right? Wow. That's nuts. Nearly three years. And uh, I'm really pleased to say that our friendship has has gone to a whole nother level. I'm really grateful to, to have a sustained friendship with you. And um, the incredible things that you've been doing over in your unconve- unconventional leaders space. It's a significant week, isn't it? At the time of recording, it's uh, start of February here and you've just made a significant decision. Do you mind telling us about it? Well, it's funny as we had this podcast planned before I knew that that was going to happen and it just so Mm. happened to land. So I'm becoming more and more uh, convinced that things just happen. Like (laughs) there's like this, this synchronicity, there's a word Mm. uh, that we're not even aware of. So yeah, um, we are we're closing the group down essentially um i think you're the one who encouraged me to um archive it instead of completely close it down i think i think you're the one who mentioned i that. thought you were just like, about yeah. to say i was the one that encouraged you to to stop no like, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no 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 um this is yeah. this is such an interesting season that i'm in and um the the thought has been there you know like it's time to close a chapter on this, but there's been so much ego wrapped around that and, um, resistance. And when I started asking myself, where's this coming from? Um, it, I, there were outside of just like, Oh, I love the people, which is great there. It was, it was just this fear of 
working hard on something and letting it go. And I just don't want to operate my life on that. And, um, I don't know if you've ever had just a ton of buckets going and you feel like you're not doing really well at all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of where I'm at in my life. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't know how much you want to go into all that, but, but we're closing it. And, um, it was what's so cool about relationships with people is it feels really good to just be like, yo, Ryan is doing exactly what we're doing. Go over and hang out with him. If you want to stay on Facebook and continue these conversations, like the network thing is so freaking important. Like it feels good to have you in my corner and be able to like, just not be like, but deuces, UL, you know what I mean? I can be like, yo, always better than yesterday they're doing the exact same work we're doing so it's very kind of you and and you know like i i often i look at you and you are the you are probably my single favorite example of someone who's building and built community and and i, and I think the timing is so significant because this is like your community's thriving it's top of its game and to really like to have the i guess you've got the discipline to follow your calling is something I've always got from you. You've talked about calling and you, you know, and, and I guess your, uh, your willingness to listen and step mm-hmm. like for people that are considering their own calling and, and some of the sacrifices that that might bring, like, how did you come to that decision? To close the group? Yeah. Um, what I, I I like to step out of body a lot and mm. think and it's hard because you have your emotion wrapped up into it. But when you step out of your body and kind of kind of look at something like you're hovering over it and mm. strategically looking at things and what you would tell someone else to do, I knew that I would personally advise someone in my position who feels the way that I feel with what's going on in my life right now to mm. close everything that I can and focus in on what's working. Um, there's something, you know, that I've been working on that is really taking off and it might all crumble tomorrow. And I'm hundred percent aware of that, <laughs> but also I haven't had an opportunity like this as long as I've been in the online space and I've been mm. working. Um, and I've talked to Brian, I've gotten still and quiet. And I know that even if it all comes down tomorrow, I would regret not going all in with this. Mm-hmm. Um, and going all in is a very dramatic thing. Um, but for me, what that means is giving it a chance and yeah. betting on myself and believing that, you know, my calling isn't a Facebook group. My calling isn't a podcast. My calling isn't um, some kind of constraint box that I want to put it in and control again, back to that control thing. Um, it's an energy and a spirit that I want to carry with me. And I'm going to do that calling no matter where I'm at and what I'm doing and what platform and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so I have to broaden my idea of what a calling is because, you know, again, ego gets involved. Yeah. Hey, my friends, hope you're enjoying the interview so far. Just wanted to take a quick moment to let you know that this summer, the Always Better Than Yesterday community turns five. On Saturday, the 25th of June, 2022, we're going to be hosting an event down here in Trowbridge in the southwest of England, where we're going to bring together like-hearted human beings with a little bit of inspiration, a whole lot of connection, and we're going to be celebrating this journey that we've all been on over the last five years. We have three guest speakers lined up. We'll be joined by Matt Hill, 
Esther McCann and Tommy Gentleman. We'll have welcome drinks provided by our sponsor, Elevate Online Marketing, and we'll have food provided by Valicious. And after we've had some speakers, we've had some food and some welcome drinks, we will then start the party. We will have some music. We're going to have a live band performing live for us for the very, very first time. You can get your tickets now. Tickets are on sale. They are £20 per person. They will include your welcome drink and your evening meal. So go grab your tickets now in the show notes and let's get back to the interview. And, and let's, let's be clear, we're not just talking about a little Facebook group. We're talking about you know, over 5,000 awesome human beings, unconventional leaders, you know, that's for context, that is six times the size of, of always better than yesterday. And, you know, some great connections, some great family members. And I'm going to put you on the spot right now, because I'm going to share some comments that people have said earlier in the week, I called a few of my community to, to come together and and honor your leadership. So That's I'm going to read. Out, I'm going to read out some of these. Some of these people, and you'll know them well because they're actually your people too. And you know the people have been blessed by you and your group. Um, someone has said they're going to continue to maintain being unconventional, showing that it's kind of just sure. bigger than that time and space together. It, it's it's a real legacy and 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 I guess a heart set in the way that kind of people show up. Jeff, who you know, Jeff Cochran, he says that you've helped him think outside the box and impact his clients more than you will ever know, says the uh, stranger from afar. So many people, they just reading here, you have made, uh, Sean says, you know, Sean's a very, very good friend of yours. You have made his life infinitely better through caring, coaching and connecting him to the best people in the world. And, and I can go on. There's, there's comments and comments and comments. And that is the amazing thing is that you've created such a great greenhouse for people to grow and journey together. And I've been honored and privileged to be part of that and experience that and to be connected with some of your awesome people. So Heather, thank you so much for everything you're, that you you're put so kind. <laughs> into that community. You're, you're, you're super, super kind. And I'm super grateful and I love everyone in there. Um, but I want to be really transparent about something not because it's flattering to me or the group because it actually it's the opposite, but it's real. And this is the stuff people don't talk about. So let's do it. Okay? Yeah, let's go. Yes. I have 5,000 people in that group. <clears throat> what is my engagement level in that group? Not near that, not near that. And that's what, and granted I have showed up and been present for 10, 20, 30 people for a while and I love it. And I, I, it's been amazing, but let's talk about that. And that's something that, you know, when we look at web three and the way that the online space is moving is people are sick of the BS and being smoke screened by numbers because numbers don't mean a lot, you know, 5,000 people in a group is awesome. But what we're looking at is engagement and people being active and people participating and stuff like that. And so I, I don't mean to say this in a way that's negative towards like, oh, the, you know, there just wasn't whatever. It's mm -hmm. just, let's look at this realistically. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Shelly Dryman, I, you know, consulted with her. She had a group of 7,000 women in yep. her group of women over 50. Um, she said that 1% of the people because she looked at the statistics were mm. active in it. Mm. You know what I mean? And so 
I think it's really important when we're looking at these metrics and making decisions and stuff, really look at what numbers mean and what they don't. And it's flattering that at one point, 5,000 people said, I want to be a part of the group. It's flattering and it's an honor to have the handful of people who really participated in it. Um, But we also too need to be able to pay attention to what's working, what's not, what's a good move. If you know, you're really attached to back to your point, this calling and really making a global impact and making a big difference. Are we getting again, back to the ego thing stuck on, well, it looks nice that I am leading a group with 5,000 people, but I know that only a handful actually even know what this group is and are still showing up. You know what I mean? Um, Uh, That's a hard conversation. That's a real conversation. Kat Moore says that you lead with humility. And I think that's a a great example of of what you've just said there is completely, you know, a a humble approach to take. And I I completely understand exactly what you're saying. I also know that you have hosted (laughs) daily, if not weekly coffee chats where you've had 20 people on a screen, which is incredible impact on a daily basis and and it's come to be a space on the internet where people leave better and for that i still remain my thanks (laughs) well and and and, you know again i don't want to poo poo on that i was i've been aware of what we just talked about for a long time this isn't a business venture i don't make money off you well um, I, people have asked me over and over again, why are you showing up for the same handful of people? And it's because mm. I love these people. Mm. I love these people. Mm. And I, I happily showed up and I don't, you know, closing the group down, closing any kind of season down or whatever. I, I think there's this unwillingness to pivot, change uh, platforms in the way that we do things. Like it's so final, like people were saying goodbye to me and I'm like, why are you saying goodbye to me? Like, we're just, it's just a Facebook group right now. Like, I hope that I don't create something that ends just because a platform changes or a topic changes or direction changes. Like, I want to be more than that. Um, my daughter this morning, um, I was doing her hair and her name's Lucy and she has long hair like I do. And every morning I pull up this, the part of the left side of her hair, grab the left, a handful of the left side. And I do a braid that goes down. And then I put a little rubber band at the end and she happy. That's Lucy. That's her hairstyle. Okay. (laughs) And she runs off to school. Well, this morning I dared, I don't know where the idea came from, for me. I was just living on the edge, I guess. I scooped up on the right side of her head and I started doing the braid and she goes, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm putting a braid in your hair. She goes, we don't do that side. We only do this side. And I'm like, well, why don't we switch it up a little bit today and try something new? And she's like, oh, oh. Like, it was like painful for her. And so then I did a little braid on this side, put the little rubber band in and she looked in the mirror and she goes, this feels so weird, mom. And I said, yeah, and that's okay. <laughs> Let's try it. Yeah, Let's yeah, just yeah. try it. And that's me right now where it feels really weird to pivot and change and do things. But in the same sense, it's like, if we don't try new things here and there, if we don't have, you know, the courage to say, you know what, maybe 
I, I should try a different topic or a different platform or this or that. Mm-hmm. It's easy to become stagnant mm-hmm. and um, just comfortable. And we've been talking for years about following your gut and mm. being brave and being courageous and being afraid and shaking a little fidget Friday. I mean, the whole thing with fidget Friday was be nervous. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I am, but it's the right nervousness right now. Yeah. I love your work. I love everything that you do, Rain, your, your podcast, the communities you create, even if you're just shoving cookies in your mouth on TikTok, like <laughs> it always adds to my day. And but something's blowing up for you right now. It's going mega, mega crazy. Tell us about what you're involved in at the moment. I am, I feel something in my gut that I don't fully understand. <laughs> and right now, the concrete answer to your question is we started a show on NFTs to document the process of learning about NFTs. If you don't know what an NFT is, it is a digital asset that you buy online. So the premise of it, the idea of it is that you can create collectibles online. Uh, This idea of digital scarcity, which makes no sense (laughs) because it seems like the internet is the opposite of digital scarcity. Mm. You can screenshot anything, you can steal anything, you can plagiarize anything, you can pretend like your name is Barnita and you live in Spain and most people won't catch on to you for three months. Mm -hmm. So we've been living in a world where the internet is known for being fake. Mm. Okay. The technology that's coming in has the potential, it may not, but it has the potential to um, make the internet way more transparent where you Mm. can't fake crap. Mm. From uh, you can't fake that you created the image that you created. You can't fake uh, the size or engagement of your group by Mm. buying followers. (laughs) You can't trick an algorithm where if I use a certain amount of hashtags and post at 9.03 PM and use a certain kind of language and make sure that I show a little booty and show a little booby that I get shown more, you can't manipulate. Um, You've been looking stuff. at my tactics. I, I, I've been no, seeing so. you and it's just been disgusting. <laughs> it's been disgusting. Um, that there's the potential for that. And so what NFTs are, you know, we, we kind of got interested in them. When I say we have a co-host, um, Rich Cardona, um, we, we, we strictly were interested in the investment opportunity with it. We're like, yo, we can make some money off this, blah, blah, blah. What's happened over the past six months or so is my eyes have just been open to this world that's coming and is here where I'm sure you've interviewed many people where they're like, everything changed for me when email marketing came in. And I was one of the first people to have an ad back in 1990 and all this stuff. And they were able to really um, leverage that moment to scale whatever they were working on. We're in that moment right now, again, with Web3. And my curiosity has gone beyond now NFTs to like, oh my God, what does this mean for community builders? What does this mean for leaders? What does this mean for business owners? When the world is now demanding not only transparency, but also to um, part ownership. Mm. When we think about building communities, usually there's a leader and there's a community. 
And, you know, the idea is if it's done well, that people feel like they're a part of something bigger and it's not like this dictatorship with blockchain, web three, all that stuff. It's almost, they're demanding it to be the way that you and I've been kind of talking about studying for a long time, because it's not enough to just belong to something. We want to have part ownership of it. And I know this is really confusing and it's confusing to me as well. What I see is I see the potential for really good people to come in and figure out the Mm. way things are moving and be able to build some badass infrastructures and businesses and opportunities. So Mm. I feel this nudge in me and um, I don't have all the answers, but I'm going all in for at least the next year, studying, learning, growing. Um, Yeah, that's it. Well, I love that the heart that you bring people with you, you and Rich have, have documented your process. You've added a great deal of value and humor through the journey. And it's been fun to, to the tune of what, half a million? Half a million. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Considering, and here's the thing, like I know that you and Rich have been in this uh, content creation game for a very, very, very long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very, very long time. time. Very, very long time. It's good to yeah. see good people, good people rise and, you know, I got into crypto August of last year, so I've I've got some stake in the game, shall we say? But then NFT, this NFT talk, I'm like, I'm just still trying to work out crypto, like the overwhelm, like. Yeah. Uh, so I've kind of parked it, but I, I've listened to the way that you you speak. I've I listened to the likes of, of Gary Vee and the the implications beyond the image in terms of the contracts that can be bound within them can we maybe just have a quick conversation about the implications for those contracts maybe for for businesses i think we understand yes i think i think obviously go and check out heather and rich's is youtube for the full kind of education but i understand the whole nft in the future is going to be the rolex of today is going to be the social proof or the social status thing i mean I think parents will understand that kids have been buying skins on their games, you know, whether it be the latest, you know, Ronaldo skin or whether it be um, Fortnite gun skins or whatever those, I think this is just taking it to a whole new level. What does it kind of mean for, for people like you and I who, who lead communities? Yeah. Great question. So hang in with me guys. I promise (laughs) you I'm going to try to put this as simple as possible. And I, I, I hope everyone feels a lot of peace knowing that in August, I had no idea what the blockchain was, cryptocurrency, NFT, anything, August, six months ago. So we're, you're not too late. We, you can learn together. Now, what I understand is blockchain is a system where you can verify transactions. and It's almost like a, a, a footprint. It's, it's a history. It's, um, it's this entity that can produce currency and I'm not going to go into all that. Ethereum is one of the first, if not the first blockchain that has had the ability to embed contracts within it. Meaning that if I hold this JPEG, there can be an embedded contract within that JPEG where it's not just a JPEG. It is a membership. Essentially Mm -hmm. it's a glorified membership into 
um, different, what they call utilities. Utility is a word just means like, what does this function as? What does this represent? What does this mean? Because you and I know that we would like to think, oh, I'm just, you know, want to be a part. I'm, I'm such an artist. I'm like into the art, you know what I mean? Whatever. There's a lot more people who are interested in what that art represents, whether it is to your point, like a status thing. Um, but uh, what's interesting for you and I and business leaders is the access piece. So if you're in the online space and you've been learning about memberships and courses and email lists and funnels and all that, five years out of that, it's going to be completely different. Um, that's in the old model. The new model is these, these digital assets that can unlock for you access to different things. So mm. that's essentially a really high level explanation of that. Um, what's interesting is this decentralization part where you know, with web, gosh, this is so messy. I feel nerdy, like even talking about this. Um, with web two, there was obviously and still is a lot of issues with there's these entities and corporations that own the data um, mm -hmm. that we give them, honestly, because we engage with Facebook, we engage with Google and all that. And so they take that data and they're able to use it for targeted ads, et cetera. And everybody's been mad about that. Um, because this is my data. Um, Web3 is coming in and this idea of blockchain and being able to decentralize everything. It's taking all of this data and actually having full ownership of it where you can um, engage with things without giving your data. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to put this very, very elementary. So imagine a world where you have a wallet, a digital wallet, and there is a NFT in there that has always better than yesterday. And you can go and engage in that NFT and come up, be a part of Ryan's community, um, hang out as long as you want. And then if I don't want to be a part of it anymore, I can sell or give that NFT away. Ryan doesn't have any more of my information. He can't mm. hold my data. He can't retarget me. And I'm using this as like a a private creator, but this is going to be the way it is with big corporations too, Meta or Instagram or YouTube or whatever. They don't have access to you anymore because really the access to them is through uh, an NFT and not an individual. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. The, the, the simple way I understand it, say someone, say I mint a series of 10 NFTs that give exclusive access to my group coaching or group community or whatever that might be and say Ryan Hartley then publishes a book in a few years time and all of a sudden becomes the next Simon Sinek the value of the NFT that you hold might significantly increase of which mm -hmm. point that person could then sell it on a, a considerable profit is that yep. is that the way yep. it works yeah and what's interesting too for creatives and business owners is let's say I I am a Let's say I'm a family photographer and I live in Little Rock, Arkansas, and my NFT is a hundred thousand dollars, and that gives you one free mini shoot every year. Mm. So if somebody comes in and they buy that NFT from me, and it's it's a coupon that every year they get a free mini shoot. Well, let's say that that person doesn't moves and doesn't want that NFT anymore. When they sell it to their cousin Marita that transaction Marita might give them a thousand 
dollars to get that NFT back. But in that transaction, to your point, me as the photographer, I can set the percentage that I get every time that NFT trades hands. So for creatives and business owners, it's, um, you know, that word everybody loves, passive income. Um, it's another revenue stream because you're making money forever off your art your nft your utility whatever it is it's you don't sell things one time you're constantly going to be getting those secondary sales so um, there's a lot of wealth that can be had in it too but i think people are really stuck on the money part of this mm. and that's why there's a lot of bad taste in people's mouth it's a smoke screen <laughs> there's so much more happening right now mm. and i feel it in my gut um and we really need to wake up. We need to wake up and stop thinking about, oh, what projects should I invest in and all that? Yep. Not financial advice. Yep. Do that if you want to. But what's going on in the world right now? Are you paying attention? Mm -hmm. You know, and that's why I, I really want to go all in with this because I want to pull people's asses over into this mm -hmm. and be like, yo, there's an opportunity here for really good people to do some really cool crap mm -hmm. um, or at least have a voice here. Um, and not get ran over. And um, I want to see communities like yours and mine over on Web3 doing some cool crap. Good. We'll be spending much more time together. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Amazing. I love that. I know that you've got to go very, very shortly. I want to make space for um, for a little section on Happy Brain. Where can people find out all about your NFT for newbies content? Oh, just search NFTs for newbies. You'll find us. Podcast, yeah. YouTube. Discord. Everything. I hate Discord. How do you I find this? You started in Discord. I did. I, Tell I, me why. What was your why? reason? Um, in part because I saw Gary V talk about the future of community is, is going to be on Discord. And I, and I kind of trust that guy. Um, and I'm all about community. I love building you know, what I call a greenhouse, which is an environment with which people grow and connect. Um, and if I'm honest, I'm, I'm a little bit loathing of the old big ones at the moment because they're so um restrictive with your reach because you don't even reach the people who have actually agreed to connect with you does mm -hmm. that make sense totally like, uh, so i get a bit fed up because it all it leads to is the hey go and go and pay for advertising to show the content that you work so hard to produce to the people yeah. who've already suggested they want to see your stuff anyway yep Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> so I went to Discord and I was like, oh man, I do not. I guess it's a throwback to the old forums that we used to do in the late in the. Oh, I hate forums. <laughs> I hate forums. But yeah, that's the. But this the, is your equivalent of the braid on the right hand side, there, right? It, it it exactly is, but that's to the to the point earlier about being willing to shift and pivot and adjust and all of mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not sure how much longer. Facebook, as we know it, Facebook groups, all that stuff's really going to, to be a thing. Um, it's going to be more, quote, decentralized. Um, uh, Discord doesn't work on algorithms. People mm. are sick of that. It makes it a lot harder as a community builder, though, because you have to be incredibly present mm. and incredibly there all the time. Mm -hmm. What do we talk about all the time? Present being in the moment, being there and platforms like Discord, even though I do hate it too, trust me because I'm ADD <laughs> and I don't like reading and I misspell things. Mm. Um, it demands presence. Mm. In one minute, 
you oh, yeah. you host happy brain podcast thank you for having me on and i know you've had some really cool people on there too like our good friend david david florence um i come to the conclusion that when we host podcasts and have chats that we can't help but be better for those conversations are there a couple of handful of things that you've learned through happy brain that have really helped you um that joy and having fun matters and it is deep work and it is meaningful work hmm. um sometimes it feels I, nfts for newbies i've laughed more than i've laughed in the longest time and mm. i've had more fun and i don't think it's circumstantial that a lot of results are following from that um i, I don't want to feel guilty for enjoying things i think god created us to love what we do and have fun and be silly and be childlike and not take ourselves so seriously. Mm -hmm. Um, kids, my kids were jumping off the bed a minute ago and one minute they're bumping their heads on the wall and screaming and crying. And the next minute they just jump back on and do it again. You know what I mean? And we've got to get back to that because that's mm -hmm. our essence. Mm -hmm. Heather Parody, one of these days we're going to be in a room, we're going to have a Joe Rogan style conversation. It's going to be four hours long. It's going to be absolute gold, but this is all the time yes. that I have with you. I'd appreciate if you'd leave us with a final thought from your good self. A hundred percent. If you are a heart-centered leader and want to connect the best people in the world, I can vouch for we are always better than yesterday. Facebook group make sure you connect there. We have unconventional leaders over there. Um, I'm in there and I cannot wait to uh, follow your leadership in there, Ryan. And uh, you have the coffee chats and community chats. It's going to be a lot of fun. And so I'm going to be in there with you and it's just going to be an amazing time with some really great people. Thank you. Yep. Uh, I don't care if you've got to go. I need another final thought from you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my final thought. Why can't I have my own final thought? <laughs> Um, don't be afraid of everything that's coming and don't resist it and don't plug your ears because you feel like your voice doesn't matter here. We need your voice more now than ever. And if some homeschooled Arkansas girl who can't even pronounce Ethereum correctly on a show with thousands of people can lead this conversation and um, enter in, so can you. Don't plug your ears. Don't close your eyes. Like, let's go together. Let's go together. My friend, thank you for the way that you lead and uh, love to Team Parody. Love you. Bye. Hey, my friends, thank you for making it to the end. I hope that our time spent together today has left you a little bit better than before you push play. I'd really appreciate if you just took a moment to leave a review to allow me to meet more people where they are and hopefully leave them a little bit better too. If you're curious to know how I, through Always Better Than Yesterday, can serve you, your team, your organisation, then head to alwaysbetterthanyesterday.com to connect. And while you're there, let me know one or two things that you're going to do as a result of listening to this conversation. I absolutely love hearing your thoughts, your reflections, and the things that this spark in your own heart and mind. If you want more insights from my heart and mind, I do send out short episodes on a Monday, Tuesday, Thursday and Friday. And again, I hope that they serve you well. I appreciate you listening. I'm Ryan Hartley, host of the Always Better Than Yesterday podcast, a podcast for heart-centered leaders just like you. Keep leading, my friends. Always love.